Welcome to ETH Daily, a daily briefing on the latest in Ethereum. The CFTC files charges against BZX and UkiDAO. Empiric Network develops an on-chain yield curve. The Lens Protocol announces a new moderation DAO. And ETH.Limo adds support for Arweave and IPFS. All this and more from ETH Daily starts right now. The CFTC has filed charges against margin trading protocol BZX and its founders Tom Bean and Kyle Christner. The actions claim that the defendants illegally offered leveraged retail commodities transactions, operated an unregistered futures commission merchants, and violated the Bank Secrecy Act. The defendants are required to pay a $250,000 penalty as well as cease and desist from further violations. The CFTC also charged the Uki DAO, formerly known as BZX DAO, with the same violations. The CFTC labels the DAO as an unincorporated association. It also claims that Bean and Kristner are liable for Uki DAO violations because of their participation in governance. CFTC Commissioner Summer K. Merzinger issued a disserting statement on the matter, saying that the action is based on unsupported legal theory amounting to regulation by enforcement. She also disagrees with the agency's reliance on a state law doctrine by holding UkiDAO governance voters jointly and severally liable. Empiric Network is developing an on-chain USD yield curve in collaboration with fixed-rate lending protocol Curve Zero. The yield curve will feed into Curve Zero's smart contract to price its loans more efficiently. A yield curve is used to price fixed-rate loans and determines how the interest rate changes as a function of loan maturity. Currently, long-term fixed-rate loans are a rarity in DeFi. Empiric says it's too complicated and expensive to use a yield curve to price fixed-rate loans on-chain. Starknet, however, allows Empiric to leverage low-cost verifiable computation to build its on-chain oracles. Empiric Network and Curve Zero are currently on Starknet testnet. Lens Protocol announced the launch of Cultivator DAO, a DAO for decentralized content moderation. It aims to reduce spam, mitigate bots, and curate content that aligns with the community. Developers and users still have the option to toggle the DAO on or off. Cultivator DAO is also forkable and can be customized for specific communities. Initial cultivators will maintain spam and verified content lists, which will be publicly accessible on GitHub. The DAO will vote on proposals received by data providers. Lens profile holders can vote for the founding Cultivator DAO members starting on September 26. The first curated list will be available in October on Lens Protocol. Apple's App Store still insists on charging up to 30% in commissions on in-app NFT sales. According to the informant, Magic Eden CTO Sidney Sang says the marketplace is yet to integrate in-app NFT purchases due to Apple's fees. Apple also requires sales to be facilitated in dollars and at fixed prices. NFT marketplaces like OpenSea and Rarible use their iOS app to showcase collections rather than facilitate trades. Most mobile crypto wallets also offer in-app Web3 browsers, which can be used for NFT trading. Currently, Apple does not charge a commission on transactions facilitated within mobile crypto wallets. And lastly, ETH.Limo added support for Arweave and IPFS Swarm content hashes on its gateway. ETH.Limo is a delivery network solution for ENS and IPFS content. It allows users to access their ENS domain over HTTPS. The tool now supports a total of five content storage layers, including IPFS, IPNS, Swarm, Skynet, and Arweave. 
This has been a roundup of today's top news stories from ETH Daily. You can support this podcast by subscribing and following us on Twitter at ETH Daily. Also subscribe to our newsletter at ethdaily.link forward slash newsletter. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.